2: Ball stolen, layup, blocked by Shagwa. Get that
1: out of here. Rock the Shagwa.
0: Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson
2: back to pass under pressure. They got him!
0: Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover. Cortez pivots in the paint,
1: he'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman!
0: Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Leans in, floats
1: a five-footer, no good, gets it going, this floats it in, he's got his triple-double. Congratulations, Alexei Pokaszewski, triple-double man tonight. 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. 1-1 is lifted pretty deep to center field. Did we just go back-to-back at the wall? It's gone! Elam, back-to-back with Coleman. A tip of the cap to the captain who airplanes into home plate. And it's two zip sooners. Trevin Michaels set. The 3-2 to Dylan Campbell. Line drive left field. Mooney's in yeah he got it and you can unhitch the wagon red river is even (laughs) south carolina begins to celebrate and it's wire to wire for the gamecocks number one in november number one in april the south carolina gamecocks are the 2022 women's basketball national champions and the number one seeded jayhawks stay atop the pecking order with an 65 win over the Villanova Wildcats. KU is all the way through to the national championship game. Black on the right wing, crossover dribble against Griffin. Gets into the paint, dishing Manic. Three left side, got it. Oh, Manic! Ice water in the veins. Heels by two. Rebound secured by R.J. Davis. Davis will dribble it out and the Heels kick their rivals to the curb on their way to their 12th national title game and in the process end the career of the Hall of Fame coach Mike Krzyzewski. North Carolina 81, Duke 77. It's Kansas and North Carolina
2: title on monday night 19 days to the spring game just remind y'all because any of you forgot have amnesia all right good morning everybody zero in the morning show time 19 days to the spring game on this monday april 4 what a weekend holy cow it's time for a break after that montage jeez Good morning, everybody. April 4 is the day. Toby and TJ with you. We bring it local now. It's the ref, the Homa Sooner fans across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Where do we start? We got OU Texas in Arlington that was off the charts. We've got a Final Four with kansas and north carolina and brady Manick playing for the national championship tonight in new orleans uh softball team won two more games women's gymnastics headed to the super six again oh my gosh we got stuff going on and i'm leaving half of it out masters it's the masters week baseball opens this week oh what a week T.J. Perry, good morning. How are you today?
3: I just want to thank Chris Plank for his uh, very good surprise there at that call that you played on that highlight. As if oh, it was yeah? surprising to him that, oh, you would go back-to-back on home runs. <laughs> <laughs> or that a you girl... got to keep it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> or that one of the girls would hit <laughs> three home runs in a game. Or that they would run-rule a team. He had very shocked there.
1: Hold on! Wait a second! Did we just go
2: back-to-back?! <laughs> This a very, very good job by Chris Plank. There, <laughs> surprise! It is stunning when they only win two nothing, like they did the other day. <laughs> like, did they? Did they only play seven? Hey, people? wait like, a what minute! Happened? What happened? Did they all bat left-handed? What happened? Uh, that was good. How was your weekend, Teach? Let me start with this. How's Bronx doing? Um, he's better. He's better. He's still got the cough, but he's cleared today. He'll be
3: allowed to go back to school today. So. That's good. That's good. So, he's uh, headed in the right direction. If he could
2: just get rid that of his cough.
3: That is cough, man, is just brutal. Can't get Maybe rid of it. Maybe you should
2: keep him home one more day to get rid of No. The
3: cough. No, I don't think he wants that either. <laughs> I don't think he wants that either. I'm just glad to hear your voice this morning. I was afraid some, like, yeah. uh, Boston group from Boston or something would have you taken out on Sunday. Group from uh, Boston? Yeah. Boston area, the Tampa Bay area.
2: Uh, what do you? I don't what know what I mean? you mean. What do I mean? Am I? A, am I? What happened in Boston and Tampa Bay? That well, you and your I have no your, idea what you're talking about. Your hatred for Tom Brady. I was afraid it finally had caught oh. up to you this weekend and thought you were going to be taken out by a <laughs> group of Patriot fans. <laughs> Forgot the tweet. Oh, How about goodness. that? I should ask for a raise this morning. Now that I am a national superstar. <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing. So I had a tweet that went viral this weekend, and SportsCenter Center picked it up and everything. It was about Tom Brady. I have never impressed my daughter more than this weekend because <laughs> well, your I was. Son on,
3: even was like sending screenshots of it on his gram.
2: So maybe, uh, the maybe kids were loving sons, dad this weekend. Maybe even my sons too. I was not on Sports Center, mind you. I was on the SportsCenter Center Twitter. Is that what it was? Uh, Or Instagram or something? I mean, just
3: their social media feed in general. I think you hit all three. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I was on social media.
2: Yes. I was on SportsCenter social media. A tweet I sent was on SportsCenter social media. Now, humble brag for a second, TJ. I've been on the actual SportsCenter many times. Dozens of times, perhaps, in the last 11 years. Yeah, I've seen you on there. Well, I mean... Top ten plays or so they pick up calls, or yep. we've had Heisman trophy winners and they'll play highlights, or sure. I've been on Heisman ceremonies, intros to national championship games, Final Fours. Right. Being on Sports Center itself has happened multiple times. Never said a word. Never a hey, that was cool or anything. I'm on their social media account. And you would think I'm like the Beatles all of a sudden or something. <laughs> oh, my God, Dad. They tweeted you. They tweeted you, Dad. I was like, you know, I've been on the show before. Yeah, but this is their social media. That's pretty cool. We've lost them. We've lost I have the kids. Not, I have not. I don't know. It, I haven't really looked through my uh, responses that closely, but I haven't seen any like hate or anything like that. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody in there that took it the wrong way, but it's pretty much, as far as I can tell, it's all been fun-loving uh, stuff. But A lot again, of it has. I, I, I haven't looked through. You Have you looked yes, through my replies? Uh, yes, I did replies? for a little
3: bit <laughs> when it first happened. Here's what amazes me with Twitter and social media. The inability for... The majority of the population to pick up on humor or sarcasm and take everything seriously. Like, the fact that they could not pick up on that with that, like, you'd obviously don't like Tom. You're sending out a joke. It's funny. Ha ha. Maybe, uh, maybe Coach we should explain
2: what the tweet was.
3: Okay. Yeah. Uh, you said, wouldn't it be something if Coach K went through this whole process and then said, nah, I'm coming back or something along those lines? And you said, what? What say you, Tom Brady, or however you phrase said, that? Yeah,
2: I said. Uh, what if, after all this fanfare about Coach K retiring, he decided in about a month, "Nah, I'm coming back." Wouldn't that be wild? At Tom Brady? <laughs> Question mark. Now go ahead.
3: And then the amount of people that were like. You moron. You do realize that uh, Coach Mike Krzyzewski is 75 years old. Tom Brady is this. He's at the peak of his career. <laughs> like, going on and explaining the situation really? to you. There were so many of those. So many people angry over you because they thought you were being serious and that really? Coach K would come back. Oh, well, that's fine. having come back. North Carolina will just knock him out again. What do you think about that, huh? <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, people. Laugh. Uh... Some things are funny, but there is just there's an inability by some people on Twitter. That's what I have found out. Uh, there are angry black and white people that just see nothing but straight facts and no humor whatsoever, no sarcasm, no humor. They cannot pick up on it. So the,
2: as best I can tell, Twitter exists for two reasons, three reasons. Twitter exists for three reasons: news dissemination which is valuable,
1: mm-hmm.
2: immediate news dissemination, which there's value in that. Two, people trying to be funny, like me, like that was that, like, hey, that was funny. I'm going to bed now. Right. But I, I tweeted, literally, I tweeted that and went to bed. I had no idea till the next morning. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, and that's half of Twitter is people trying to be funny, you know. Well, no, I'm going to say that's like one-tenth of Twitter. 90-plus percent of Twitter is a gripe fest. We used to, when we were upset about something, we used to have to grumble to our wives and family or maybe pick up the phone and call your best friend. Now we have this machine that we can hop on and gripe to the ether and see if there's somebody out there else that will gripe along with us that's really what twitter is it's just whatever politics sports the weather traffic your family whatever just what can i gripe about so that's the three things that twitter are for that's pretty much it yeah yeah and really it's uh it's a cesspool. This moron,
1: he's from Oklahoma. What's he know about Tom Brady, <laughs> moron? Has Tom Brady tweeted
3: back at me yet? That's what I keep waiting on. If he has, I have not seen someone pick up on that and retweet it for me. I don't
2: follow Tom, so I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not I saw, the stuff I've uh, seen. several people tag Big Cat, and I wonder what he's like. What's the connection there? I wonder if he has said something about this scenario or Brady or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was interesting. I did feel like I gained a notch of coolness in my daughter's <laughs> hey, eyes. Hey,
3: as long as that's what you got out of
2: it, then you mm-hmm. were a winner. Yeah. Dad. Take the heat. Dad, you're on Sports Center. I was like, really? Did they pick up? I, I assumed, I woke up Saturday morning to all these text messages and and stuff about, you know, this. And I assumed they picked up the final call from game two. No, it would have been Sunday morning. I woke up because it was this game yeah, Saturday yeah. night. Diego's Sunday morning. I catch. woke up. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume they picked up the final call and played it on Sports Center. Maybe it was one of their top ten plays or something like that. Whatever, because it was fun. It was. It Blake was screaming in the middle of it. We played it off the top here. So I thought that's what everybody was talking about. I was bleary eyed and just waking up and going, "Oh, okay, boy." People are awfully excited about <laughs> a call being on Sports Center. I mean, that would have right. been cool ten years ago, maybe, but. Um, but no, I figured it out. It was the social media thing. And I was, I mean, I saw Chloe Sunday morning at her volleyball game. And uh, I really, I really think that I gained some points. She, she ran and hugged you and looked up dad. at you. Dad, dad, you're the coolest dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what time is it? Let me put on my glass. Oh, we got to get a break in, don't we? Okay. I've, I feel like I've, we've just scra- I haven't found out how your weekend went. Yeah, I'm really 6 17 in the morning we'll get back to you after this break uh t-row in the morning show new week uh lots to chat about we're having another uh media availability for football today is it venables do you know is it brent I- i'm honestly not sure okay so we're gonna hear spring practice update a little bit later on today again uh, like I said, tons going on between baseball, softball, gymnastics, Major League Baseball opening week. we got a Final Four tonight. Trying to figure out if Master, if Tiger's going to play in the Masters this week. 405 329 if you want to call in. You could text the show. Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Back after this.
0: The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Your full-line dealer for bad-boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle exit 108.
3: Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Norman Re- uh, Regional Hospital, the Plex. And specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area, the Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Nothing to ask about about my weekend. I mean, it was... Did you go to the lake? No, no. I mean, we had... Oh, you had a sick kid. We had a sick kid that couldn't leave the house. So I left the house, you know, here and there a few times to, like, run and grab some food or something like that. But uh, I would say outside of... Like the outside of OU baseball and the Final Four, the highlight of my weekend was Friday afternoon. I was home with Bronx, and I introduced him to Happy Gilmore and Rocky Four. I would say that was the oh, highlight. Cool. Um, Happy did he like Gilmore.
1: It? Happy then, Gilmore. Ten minutes like
3: in, he declared the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what did he think about the fight with Bob Barker? That's my favorite scene. Well, so him. You probably don't know who Bob Barker is. No, does. uh Price is Right. He loves Price is Right, but Price is Right for him is um what's his face? Drew Carey. So he did not know who Bob Barker was. Ah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So Drew Carey's been the host his whole life that he remembers. Growing up yeah.
2: in a world where you don't know who Bob Barker is.
3: <laughs> I told
2: him I'm like, this dude used to be
3: the hostess of Price is Right. And the most
2: famous man in America is who he used to be.
3: Yes, yes. So oh man, he was he was he would laugh so hard he was getting into coughing fits, you know. <laughs> uh, so and then he really dislikes Russian now after Rocky Four, uh you know with the oh, Russian, wow. yeah. That yeah, he say he changed everything. <laughs> he, he totally got what was going on in the world news today with Ukraine and stuff. He's like, "Oh, these
2: Russians." Oh, Dad, yeah. got Putin.
3: <laughs> so, that's pretty much as uh, as good as my weekend got right now. What there. a great
2: dad you are though, man. You know, I don't Friday afternoon, your kids sick. Why don't we sit at home and watch a couple of classics? Let yeah, me introduce yeah. you to a couple of classics, son.
3: Um, language in uh, Happy Gilmore a little more salty than I remember, but uh, I yeah. think those may have been his favorite parts.
2: So, <laughs> you know, every year that happens to be in Christmas Vacation, I gather the family to watch Christmas Vacation, and every year I get into it and I go, "Oh, geez, oh, this, this is, is a lot little... more raunchy than I thought." Yeah, I forgot that it was this bad. <laughs> Every year they have the pool scene, you know. I cover all the kids' eyes with the, the <laughs> right young lady in the swimsuit, you know.
3: Yeah. Oh, all right. it was well, fun, you're boring. It was, no, I mean, I, yeah, that was it. the rest of it was just watching OU baseball each night and then or each afternoon, I should say, on Saturday and Sunday in the the final four. So that's that's about Can all I the reporting you, you were busy. I mean, you were you were oh, living it up gosh. in the DFW area,
2: back and forth. So much fun. Oh, so my daughter was in a volleyball tournament in grand prairie this weekend scheduled long before OU texas got moved to arlington now i don't i know dfw but i don't know it well enough to know exactly where grand prairie is as related to arlington i knew it was in the diagonal but right there she was playing at 9 a.m saturday and our game was at noon and Usually I like to get to the stadium three hours before it starts because I got to get the interviews with the coaches and all that kind of stuff. So I'm probably I'm not going to be able to see her. I'm not going to effort to go see. That's not going to work out. Well, I'm in the car at 8:45 uh, Saturday morning, making my way from our hotel to the stadium. We could not stay at the Lowe's next to the stadium because WrestleMania had taken it over. So we were staying at an airport over by or a hotel over by DFW airport not that far away. And um I'm making my way to the stadium and I pass a sign that says next 3 exits Grand Prairie. And I'm like, "Huh?" So I call I pull up this, you know, the Life360 thing where you could tell where the other people in your family are. Me, Chloe and well, Jenny that have that. Fancy. Them. I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, I pull it up, and sure enough, they are at the exit I'm about to pass. I'm like, "Holy cow!" How about that? So I was like, "Well, I'll whip in here and surprise them real fast and hug them." So I pull in and find a parking place. I tell the guy at the front desk, "I'm just here to get something from my wife real fast, which was a hug. Don't tell him, <laughs> guy. I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to pay, you know, ten uh, bucks no, I got to go you. in for five you. minutes or something." I run in and they're just starting their first game. And I was like, hey, and everybody's, uh, you know, I jump in the high five line where you, we all, all the parents line up. It's really corny. You line up and then all the, you know, high fives them and everything. And I watched her first game on Saturday and they won. Not the whole match, just the first game. And then I went over to uh, the stadium.
3: Wait a minute. And here. Se- it sounds like
2: you yeah. broke the rules.
3: You were just there to collect a hug and ended up
2: watching a uh, no. game. Did you pay the man? Well, I went on the way out. I said, I stayed for a game. Do you want me to pay you? And he goes, No, nah, don't worry about it. Have a good day. So I fessed up. <laughs> okay. Sunday, same thing. Sunday, they made the gold bracket and they played at 9 a.m. again. So then I knew I could do it. So I whipped in real fast and watched another game and uh, went over. So it worked out perfectly. I had, I did not plan on watching Chloe because it's, I just didn't know she was staying literally right in my path to the stadium every day so that was great that's awesome very cool I got to call Friday night's game with George Frazier and he rode from the hotel to the stadium and back with me and uh I mean just a national treasure that man just everything that comes out of his mouth is either hilarious or an incredible story you've been around those people before TJ where it's just like I mean it's a story about his playing days with the Yankees or the Cubs or the twins or his broadcastering days when some player got mad at him or some somewhere he ate one day on the road or I mean it's just everything is gold with George or he's cracking you up and uh And then I got to see Blake for the first time this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. How about that? Called games with Blake Brewster. Haven't called a game with him all year. Uh, Love Blake. He's so much fun. He he was really nervous Saturday. He was like, I haven't done this in a year. And uh, he kind of locked up in the pregame at one point, and I was laughing at him. But he did great. He's so passionate about OU baseball and – uh, and then the atmosphere. Now, we can talk about that later. I mean, it was just one of my favorite weekends I've had on the job all around. Just tremendous. Well, good. I good. got to see thousands and thousands of OU fans. I got to see the Lumber Lady. I got to see Mr. OU. I got to see ton- – I can't even start naming them. Tons of OU fans I know. All the DFW people that we normally see at OU Texas, you know, for the – for the football game or for the uh, OU Club of Dallas get-togethers or the OU Club of Fort Worth get-togethers, and just tremendous. And that stadium is top-notch, man, top-notch. Lumber Lady made the television on uh, yeah. Saturday, waving her scarf around her head. So. <laughs> She's down on the front <laughs> row. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, Mr. OU was yelling up at me from, uh, from the dugout. Uh, he's but, a hook, uh you may have got
3: onto their social media but Mr. OU I don't know there's someone uh, with ESPN that every game he's at they're like just every break just put it on him
2: How do you not just show put it him? On him.
3: I know I know he's so energetic he's got the chain he's got the mohawk he, he's he's unbelievable with his energy and stuff but ESPN man they can they love them some Mr. OU yeah. he's he's perfect for uh you know coming in and out of breaks <laughs> is Mr. OU running up and down stairs he- or jumping
2: up and down or whatever he's doing at the time that guy should get free tickets to every sport. Maybe he does. I don't know. No, he really should. He, I'm not even going to he argue is that. So a, he is he's a extra like he's not I wouldn't even call him a mascot because like he goes around getting everybody up on their feet. He's standing on the dugout getting everybody into it. He's encouraging he works. the play this he is works. every sport. He is working, man. He's, he's got the outfit of whoever he's cheering for. He's he's encouraging the guys going on and off the field. Um, he's tremendous. I don't know anything about his personal life whatsoever. He's called into this show once. But, man, he he's fantastic. I love the guy. But, yeah, just an awesome, awesome weekend. And uh, I thought it had a chance
3: to be oh, It could fun have been and... great. It could have been great had yesterday gone a little differently oh, after the seventh inning.
1: Ah!
2: Yeah. Oh. So, well, we got to talk about the baseball coming up at some point. We'll take a break right now, though. 631? 632 in the morning. On a Monday, the national championship will be handed out tonight in New Orleans. It'll either go to Kansas or North Carolina. We'll be back the ref
0: network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft tornado we can help call 405-735-5510
2: this show brought to you every day by extreme outdoor equipment i think we got a rainy day in front of us let me see uh storm where you were last night it was pretty late when it came through it uh, I, I saw the lightning and the heard the
3: thunder and everything, so I don't think we got any hail or anything at the house, but, uh, yeah, it came down pretty good for a while.
2: Uh, 58 today for a high, and let me see when the rain's supposed to hit. Uh, looks like uh, about the time the show's over, maybe like 10 a.m. Maybe some uh, rain showers moving through really for the rest of the day. going to be kind of a rainy day. Rest of the week looks pretty good, though. 80 tomorrow, so we should be good for the baseball game tomorrow night. And then this weekend uh, in Stillwater, no rain in the forecast. Going to be windy Friday and Sunday especially. It'll be a a north wind Friday and a south wind Sunday. So it'll be blowing in Friday, blowing out Sunday. A little chilly Friday night, pretty hot on Sunday afternoon. Um, but I bring that up because it, spring is here, and it's time to get on those lawn mowers. It's time to uh, start working in the yard, and Extreme Outdoor Equipment is the place for you. Uh, Full-service dealer, meaning they service everything they sell. They have factory-trained technicians on staff, and the customers who purchase from them always get top priority. And they got the bad boy mowers and everything else. Check them out uh Goldsby and Newcastle the two different locations for extreme outdoor equipment. Now, Wrestlemania was also going on down there, TJ. Yes. Did uh, uh did you find out what happened there? Any idea if anything of significance happened near me down there?
3: Um Yeah, I think I it was not a see pretty any
2: professional wrestlers, by the way.
3: I think it was a pretty successful weekend for them. I know they had 70 plus 1000 Saturday night and like close to 80,000 last night for the uh, Sunday event. So uh, it was a. Uh, I kind of followed along on the social media. Is and there a winner? Geeked out over it a little bit. Um, Roman Reigns, I believe, beat Brock Lesnar last night in the main event to be the uh, unified, undisputed heavyweight champion of the world.
2: Well, congratulations to him.
3: Yeah. The Saturday night event was pretty big. Cody Rhodes. Came back to WWE from AEW, which was expected. He was the mystery opponent for Seth Rollins. He had Stone Cold Steve Austin come back, and he wrestled Kevin Owens, and uh, people were losing their minds Saturday night on Twitter over that, and actually uh, Stone Cold won the match. Wow. He wasn't going to come back after you know 18 years away. And <laughs> to, lose. To not win yeah. the match. Johnny Knoxville won a match. He was one of the celebrity wrestlers. How about that? Yeah, so... I I don't know. From what I heard,
2: it looked like it was a pretty successful weekend for him. Well, good. That's good. I had uh, big old posters of all of the famous wrestlers on the side of Jerry World there across the way. Uh, So when you exit Globe Life, where I was parked anyway, it's on the side of AT&T Stadium. So I'd walk out to my car, and you're staring right at Jerry World. And on the side of it there, big old giant posters of, I don't even know who they are, six, seven different wrestlers there. And there. When we would walk out Saturday and Sunday, when the game OU Texas game was over, everybody is parking and getting ready to go into WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. uh, thousands upon thousands of people, like a Cowboys game, walking that way while I'm going the other way. So I was uh interesting I was
3: going to, to see. sneak and watch it for free, you know, like I do. I had some yeah, horrible illegal. news over the weekend when I went to look uh to watch it. Periscope ended on March 31st. What? Yeah, it's no longer a uh, a product. So Twitter Twitter owned it, I guess, and they're looking to spin that off into some type of Twitter live thing that I didn't understand, so I didn't know how to go searching for uh, how to uh, steal uh, WrestleMania like I knew how to on Periscope. So Periscope's gone. It's no longer. So I I tried finding other apps that were like Periscope, and they seemed a little bit um, (laughs) dirty and like maybe dating sites. And I'm like, no, I don't (laughs) want live video of girls. I just want WrestleMania and Stone Cold see Austin. (laughs) (laughs) How about the
2: basketball Saturday night?
3: uh boring first game that just a yeah there's come on let's get to the main event um kansas controlled that game obviously throughout and uh was dominant in that game but then the second game holy cow what a game wow. uh a it game. lived up to the hype the finish yeah. uh it went the way i wanted it to with north carolina winning i was yelling that the that me and bronze were both yelling at brady manic i uh you know I'm a uh, a bandwagon North Carolina basketball right. guy. Sure. I knew I had kind of won him over, but, boy, Bronx is big time with me on North Carolina. And, <laughs> like, he's pumping his fist at the end. And I, we're all both yelling at Brady when he's missing free throws late in that game. Like, oh, there's Brady Manning missing free throws <laughs> in a clutch situation. <laughs> We were uh, we were <laughs> and then he come back down the court in a A. Three and we're like there about yeah. time Brady Manic yeah
2: so now that that, that that second game was awesome that first reaction by the way. Is exactly why he's at North Carolina. Right <laughs> I now.
3: know, I know. <laughs> Every fan base is like that. So there's Carolina fans that were yelling that too. So, um, yeah. but no, it was a great no, game, great he atmosphere. Is a, he is a god in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, now he is. He's not paying yeah. for another meal ever again uh, after this tournament.
2: So, what? Well, how about that shot in the corner where he kept his toes? Oh up, yeah, or his heels mm-hmm. up in the air? Jeez he could not get free they were face guarding him from the opening tip and he did nothing in the first half but some of those shots he hit in the second half were unbelievable that love guy man that dagger he hit with like a minute left from the top of the the top of the key when he came up and just shot i'm like what are you doing oh great shot I don't even know what Hubert Davis is doing over there. Like, he never subs at all. He's <laughs> no. just like, here's my five guys. I'll see you at halftime.
3: <laughs> well, that's what uh, They said that at the game. And Katie goes, did they just say that was his first substitution? I go, no. He's had to have subbed. And then I'm sitting there. I'm like, wait a minute. Brady's never been
2: out. Bay- Love's never been out. I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe he hasn't. Baycott got hurt. Remember there was like five minutes yeah, to go? Yeah, hurt the ankle. Twisted his ankle. And he had to come out. And you could tell, like, Hubert Davis was like, well, what do I do now? And one of his assistant coaches goes, "You know, we have a we have like more guys on the team down here." And he was like, "We do," and so he put one of them in for like a second. But that was unbelievable. That was a yeah. It, all of the hype and build up, and it 100% lived up to it. A fantastic game. The only thing that could have made it better is if somebody snubbed Coach K in the handshake line, and then you know.
3: Well, the whole Duke team just left. They didn't shake hands, so they just walked out. Well,
2: I saw that, but I'm a little – so North Carolina runs onto the floor. They start celebrating and jumping up and down and all that stuff. And you have two options there. One is to, like, stand there and wait and watch them jump up and down and then shake their hands. And the other is, you know, forget this. We'll catch you later. So I don't necessarily blame them for that. I mean – it's not like the end of a game where both teams just start shaking hands immediately you got to wait for them to do all of their dancing and all that kind of stuff so. yeah and it was I'm sure
3: they were ticked i I'm sure they were ticked too well but, hurt too they you know they yeah. they knew that was the end for a coach and and right. that's what was hard on I mean, you could tell towards the end of that game and it's kind of what we had talked about on Friday was, like, how much mentally does that play on them? And I, I think it did towards the end of that game. Yeah, I think, a little tight? I think they got a little tight. I think they knew, man, this is not going the way we thought it was. We thought we would come back out here after what they did with this in uh, Cameron and kind of put it to them, and it never happened. And then they started pulling away a little bit, and I think, I think that it got to them mentally. And I don't remember who it was after the game. Oh, it was Kenny. Kenny Smith was, like, one, the one thing he was glad that it was so close until they kind of separated there at the end because he said, you can't really put that on them completely melting down or a player, and that player has to hear about it the rest of his life that he let Coach K down. He goes, at least it was it was a competitive game that North Carolina yeah, just won at the end, right. and the Duke players don't have to put it
2: on them. So uh, You know, the other thing I noticed about that game is, and it'll be interesting to see if it's an impact tonight, I might – I favor Kansas tonight, and yeah. this is one of the reasons why. Like, neither team was really running any offense at all. It was a street ball game. The Duke-North Carolina oh, Duke-North Carolina. Yeah, it, yeah. it, was, dribble it was. It was a little bit take that a way. Shot, dribble it down, take a shot. Dribble it down, maybe one pass, take a shot. There was, like, no structure to what was going on at all. It was very freelance-y, street ball which – was entertaining, but I do wonder tonight because Kansas won't be that way. Kansas is pretty buttoned down and and orchestrated, and it'll it, 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 can North Carolina sucker them into that kind of a game or not. Stylistically, I think will determine the winner tonight. If Kansas can make North Carolina play a structured basketball game, Kansas will out execute them. If they get caught up in, if they fall behind and they get caught up in this street ball game with Carolina, where just going up and down and it's one on one and all that kind of stuff, then they might be in trouble. But that game was great. I'm like, man, we got on one bench, we got maybe the greatest college coach of all time, and certainly two of the greatest teams of all time. And this is just flat Rucker Park going on yeah. out here right now. <laughs> it was that that last five minutes of that
3: game was was something else. Uh, it was a lot of fun like you said the pull-up three and uh brady's three that he hit uh staying bounds. and then duke was just having so much success inside just throwing down slamming the ball just it was uh it was a good it was a
2: fun game yeah the only thing that would make it better is if uh for the title tonight uh it wasn't kansas and north carolina
3: <sighs> <laughs> I, I can't wait great... i can't
2: wait well I'm sure it'll be a great game, but in the end, either Kansas or North Carolina is winning a national championship. And, I mean, do you know how insufferable Kansas fans are right now with the whole rock shock them up and yeah. everything? That's right. Just go for the Tar Heels. Let's go, Tar Heels. Come on. I'm sure North Carolina fans are just as insufferable but if They're not way worse. far away.
3: You don't have to mess with them as much as Kansas fans. That's true. That's true. All right, break time. We'll be back.
0: Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show.
1: Tony told the old man to tell me, to tell you, Mm -hmm. it's what it is. What it is. It's it's what it is.
0: T-Row and TJ.
1: It's what it is. What it is. Yes, it's what they want. (laughs) It's where it's got.
3: On the home of Sooner fans. The Troublemaker and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System air comfort solutions text line let's scroll down here uh everybody is angry about something anymore don't quite uh don't quit being funny ever we got to keep la- laughing that's kevin and minko
2: <laughs> minko minko oh yeah kevin i know kevin over there i went over to the school one time <laughs> minko there's there's not not a whole lot of people in i know minko. kevin uh i do uh kevin is the one that invited me to go over and uh talk to the kids in minko so yeah you're right kevin you're right kevin gotta keep laughing there is a a whole bunch of people out there want to gripe about everything in the world so uh
3: good morning from the supreme allied leader of the paranoid 1984 brigade coming to you live from the animal farm in piedmont good morning got it started the mess
2: on Friday. <laughs> started what mess?
3: Remind uh, me. Uh, Well, I don't want to say it. It's a year, and it was a book that we were supposed to have oh, read. Oh, that we oh
2: gotcha, read. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Come on, oh, calm, calm, gotcha. Down. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Sorry. A lot has happened since Friday. I momentarily forgot there was a book that I was supposed to have That's read. That's right. Yeah. You didn't read it over the weekend? No.
3: Come on. <laughs> I sat down and read it on Friday. Right between Happy Gilmore and Rocky IV. Uh. This is a long text here. Toby, will you address the small group of fans who are blaming this weekend series loss to Texas on it being moved to Arlington? That is far from the truth and discredits ability of this team by saying that uh, they were not afraid to play any team anywhere and enjoying it in front of big crowds. Sooners almost won the series Sunday and even a no-hitter oh, through six. Man. It was well attended. Boy, he goes on and on. Uh, anyway,
2: did he have a no-hitter I, through
3: six? He didn't have a no-hitter through six, did he? If he did, I wasn't even aware of that. I don't think he did.
2: Hang on, when did Chad... He had a no-hitter for a while, but surely it wasn't through six, was it? Uh, they got their first hit in the fifth. Um, I got hit Remember, up on was, this a lot that was over the, the one that, that The fifth is the one... I don't know if you were listening to the radio or watching TV. Yeah, I was watching on TV. Austin Todd had the chopper uh, toward Mooney's that went under his glove. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would have been the first hit, but they ruled it an error. And I told Blake on the air, if and when Texas gets a legitimate hit, that'll be changed to a hit. They just didn't want that to be the only hit, you know? Right. Because it was could have gone either way. Probably if he fields it cleanly and throws, the guy is safe anyway. Because it was Austin Todd. He's fast. But they gave him an air so it wouldn't break up the no-hitter. And sure enough, I think the next guy got a hit and between innings they changed it to a hit. So saw that one coming. Uh, go ahead, you were about to say
3: something. Well, I was going to say what he was texting on did become an issue again over the weekend. I got text on it. I saw a bunch of it on social media. The anger on from the On the games p- being the, moved the to Arlington, anger from the people that these games would have been different. They would have won. Um they would have built off the momentum on that one run lead and in, in Friday night. You know, they all this would have happened had they left it where it was. Like, um and I'm I'm with Jim. I just I don't think that's the case, especially on Friday night's game. Friday night's game I'll tell you exactly what would have happened if
2: we i tell you exactly what happened if, if this series had been played in Norman. They might have won two out of three. They might have won all three. Or they might have lost all three. Right. Or they might have had the exact same result. But one of those things would have definitely happened if we played this series in Norman,
3: and be mad over the money if you want to uh, out there. But they made a significant, uh, oh my gosh, a, a, a significant amount of money compared to what they would have made had they played those games here. Period. I mean, it was. Substantial. I haven't seen any of the
2: griping. I'm sure I could uh, find it if I if I went on social media. I'm not going to seek it out. But you cannot be a we want to improve this program person. We want improvements to. Our facilities. We want to be ready for the SEC. We want a more fan friendly ballpark. We want a, a ballpark that uh, we can recruit to and get better talent. And all this kind of stuff. You can't be that person and also be mad that they're seeking ways to get money because it takes money to do those things. So we can get into it
3: more too. But I'm also after seeing it for one weekend. I'm for this game be or this series being there every year. Oh,
2: dude, it was unbelievable. It was so
1: great. We'll be back.